Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. I am your host, Viz, and tonight we are joined by Vernon Wells, Devaney Pinn, and writer-director Kelton Jones. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. The movie that all three of these guys are made together is called Of the Devil, and it is coming out August 9th on DVD and digital. So again, thank you all for being here. You guys doing all okay? Doing great. Uh, So let's just get right to it. I want to first give a very happy shout out, belated birthday to Devaney, whose birthday is being celebrated tonight, but was actually yesterday. Happy birthday. I hope you're having a great one. So let's get started and talk about the movie of the devil. Kelton, I want to start with you. Uh, As the writer of the film, uh, what did you want to make unique about this story for from the standpoint of possession exorcism that the audience has seen plenty of times? What was it that you wanted to make your own? Um, that's a good question. Uh, the, the originally the, the, the project came to me through James Cullen Bresick, who's a, a friend of ours and a, a great writer. And he had the story, um, uh, treatment out. And so he asked me if I'd be interested in writing it and, and directing it. And, uh, and I, I looked at the elements of it and what he had, and I was like, this is really interesting and a really interesting opportunity to tell what to me is kind of a family drama story, kind of the, the idea that like, you know, kind of the real demons we have to exercise are those within our own lives, you know, and yeah. and so dealing with a lot of family issues, dealing with, you know, uh, dementia and the idea of a lost child and, and grief. Um, I, I think those are very powerful, powerful subjects. Um, and, and they're, they're subjects that I'm very close to. Uh, my, my sister recently passed from cancer, so she was actually terminal when I was writing it and we were making I'm the so film. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And my, my mother-in-law uh, passed recently as well. And wow. and so like a lot of, of the themes that we were exploring in the movie were real things that we were experiencing in real life. And, and to me, you know, real horror is what you live through every day, you know, much more so than what we imagine. Absolutely. Real life is a lot more scarier than anything that can come up in movies. Now, Vernon, you uh, have had a legendary career still ongoing. Uh, you've appeared in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the the Mad Max movie, Roadrunner. Uh, what was it about Father... Warrior. What? Road Warrior. Road Warrior. That, yes, Mad Max. Yes, my apologies. Uh, what was it about Father Bennett in Of the Devil that particularly attracted you to the role? Um... I think what attracted me mostly to the role in the start was that it was something I'd never done before playing a priest. I had, uh, I, I was always the one priest were trying to um, get away from him, not the one that was uh, trying to be a priest. So it, it was kind of an interesting um, change for me to uh, be a priest helping and trying to, to destroy the devil, which I really enjoyed. I mean, I uh, had so much fun on it. Absolutely. It was just a good time from start to finish for me. I don't know about everybody else, but I was having a good time kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devaney, you have like 80 plus credits uh, to your name. 
predominantly in the horror genre, what were your thoughts on Kelton's script once you got it? Um, well, I had uh, been aware of the project being put together also through our friend James Colin Brassick. And um, we actually, the whole team here had um, just come off of a different movie. And um, I don't know, again, how they felt about it, but I, I just loved the team so much. It was so much passion and um, creativity and talent um, in this little group. And so the next thing they're putting together was this story. And um, I really don't like to double dip. I try to do literally something for everyone within the horror genre because I love it. So I try to do every subgenre, every kind of niche and cranny. And I had recently done um, an exorcism film. So I normally would not have hopped on another one so so soon. But um, I thought the script was smart and um, played to the elements that you expect from the genre, but also mm-hmm. fresh to it. Yeah. And that's really important to me. Um, and then more than anything, it's it's trusting your director and and your team behind it. And after having just worked with Kelton, um, I could not wait to get back in bed with him again, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely anything that he was going to do, I was absolutely you know going to support him and and thrilled to be a part of it. And so it just so happened this movie happened to be good too. <laughs> so that was a <laughs> Well, that brings up an interesting uh, question for you, Kelton. Uh, because you were had such a great relationship, working relationship uh, with Devaney, did uh, did you make her role? Just was it an add-on role? Because Devaney's role in the film is not that big, so was it an an addition just for you guys to work together again? Um, a, a little bit. I th- there were roles that I was aware that I wanted. to to bring in people and and I had just worked with with actually both of them on uh, on Frost, which was a phenomenal film, and uh, and I saw you know Vernon and I saw Devney working together and they had these great scenes where they were playing father and, and daughter and and really got to see what they're capable of as actors like they were so like sincere and grounded and and just brilliant to, to work with that i was mm-hmm. like i really want to work with both of them and and i i didn't actually write the scene specifically for her but i absolutely would have and i think on the next one like i want to make her a much bigger role because like the the day that, that we got to work with her was just great she just came in and she nailed it and and uh just such an, an amazing professional now staying with you kelton the film starts off with this nightclub seeing that it evolves into this uh, horrific nightmare. Uh, What was your thinking with uh, starting off the story in that manner and how it relates to the rest of the story? Um, Well, that's the, um, it's sort of the life cycle of the, the, the butterfly that that sort of plays through the Mm -hmm. storyline. And that's sort of the the beginning life cycle. So that it's given to the girl as a worm in, in her shot class and then it incubates. So there's a little bit of like, of, uh, the idea of, of mothers and children, you know, like that's a big theme throughout is, is, is motherhood. Um, and so it was a bit of that idea of, of you know, the, the pain of childbirth and the idea of having this sort of like parasitic being inside you that, you know, yeah. you, you grow to love in some weird way. Anyway, it was, a, it was a, there was a lot of things in there that, that I was kind of playing with. But uh, 
it also just seemed like kind of a cool way to sort of get us into the world. Absolutely. Uh, Vernon, you play, like I said before, Father Bennett. It's not the first time you played a character by the name of Bennett, by the way. <laughs> uh, what kind of backstory did you build uh, for Father Bennett in relation regarding your your character and Ben, played by uh, Jonathan Stoddard? Uh, do you did you build a backstory as to what their relationship was, how he might have drifted from the church, and so on? Um. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, looked at it that um, with the whole thing with with Ben and, and, and that, that I had known him since he was young mm-hmm. in, the, in the whole setup in the church. Or, or, and so, I mean, my relationship was hit with him was, was father and son, but not in the role of, of um, actual father, but father, you know, yeah. as a priest. So um, it wasn't that difficult to come up with a, I just looked at all the people I know that are Catholic and have father, go to church, do the whole thing, and listen to the horror stories they've got about. <laughs> so it was easy for me to come up with a, a definition of where I saw the character, um, which was uh, a lot of fun. As I said, it, it's interesting for me because it's something I'd never done. Yeah. Um, normally the the guy on the other side of the street, the one that's causing all the trouble, not the one that's trying to fix it. Yeah. And uh, so that was why I, I loved it. And, I mean, just having worked with Davini in the worst conditions God ever created in an effing car in freezing weather, um, it was a pleasure to actually work somewhere where I could stay dry um, and, and warm as well, as a matter of fact. But... Um, I, I just enjoyed it. It's it's one of those things where if you bring something to me that I've never done and say, here, I've got a couple of people you love in it. Will you, do you want to do it? And it was, it's an instant yes from me. It's like, yep, I'll do it. Nice. I want to see this. I want to get involved. I want to see where we can go with it. And knowing the people, well, knowing Kelton and also Devenny, it was just. It was a know. no-brainer. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, Kelton, uh, like we were discussing before we went live, the film ends uh, in a very uh, dramatic way. Without giving away any spoilers, what is the message that you are trying to convey to, convey to the audience as they're watching of the devil in regards to the ending itself? Um, it's hard well, because that's, you gotta... that's tough to say without getting into spoilers. Exactly. But, uh... I, I think getting back to the idea of, of mothers and children, um, at the end of the day, it's like, what would you do to save your child? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and like I said, we can't give away any spoilers. But, Kelton, there's a lot that is revealed about Ben in particular in the final eight to ten minutes of the film. Uh, was that done intentionally to not really touch on it uh, in regards to his relationship with the church, his separation, uh, and when the exorcism is going on, we don't know if the demon is lying or telling the truth when he's revealing all these secrets. Uh, but was that your intention from the onset? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so we, with all of these characters, there was a, 
a really involved backstory. So like, you know, for me, there was a whole movie for each character that happened before of their past history. And, um, and I'm not a big fan of exposition coming out just for the exposition's sake. So mm -hmm. I, I like, I, I like to have the background for the actors so that they have a world that they can build and relationships that they can build. Cause it, it, it affects how everybody interacts with each other. Yeah. And, uh, for that one, like, you know, I felt that that char character was largely driven by his own sense of guilt and, um, and his own desires, you know, and, and I think he was trying to marry that with his religious beliefs. And, and I think it created a lot of conflict for him, but these were conversations that we had with, with Jonathan, our, our actor for that role. Yeah. No, uh, in great detail. Yeah. And he did a great job too. Uh, Devaney, uh, like you mentioned, your horror films in the past and, and, and whatnot. And you said you recently done a possession exorcism movie as well. Uh, how do you, how would you describe of the devil being unique and different from roles like you've had in the dawn, for example, what makes this film different? Um, I, I think again, what, what I liked about it is almost, the same as the dawn and that is that it kind of takes the genre the material and what you think is going to happen and put together and kind of twists it on its head mm -hmm. uh, and i like that and that's something that i look for in a lot of roles that i take on a lot of films that i i agree to be part of is is something you know when you do a lot of horror and you know you know as as someone who works within it too and is a fan of the genre mm -hmm. you watch a lot of movies and um something that you can rely on in in the genre is it's formulas you know a lot of a lot of movies are formulatic and so there's elements within them that you expect to see and want to see as a horror fan but then you know if if it stays too close to that then there's you get jaded you get bored um you don't want to go on that journey again yeah. so the challenge is to deliver on the classic elements that your audience is here to see mm -hmm. and also keep them keep them invested and guessing well enough that they want to go on this ride with you. Exactly. And I think that's what this movie does really well. Yep. Uh, and Kelton, uh, Devin, brings up a good point. Would you describe yourself as the type of writer director that takes the cliches, the formulas Devin just explained, throw them out the window and just put your own spin on things? Uh, to a certain degree. So I, I think, you know, like like there's horror tropes and there's things that, that as Demi saying, there's things that, that we love about the genre. And and I'm a true genre fan. I grew up watching horror movies in the theaters and whatnot. And so, you know, like, like a lot of the stuff we have seen before. Um, and, and so it becomes like, how do you how do you make those things interesting again? How do you make them so that they make sense for the story? You mm -hmm. know, so a, a lot of times you'll see they're kind of tacked into movies in order to get a, cha a scare or to get a, a thing. But but to actually create a reason for it, a, a reason why it's coming out of this world that you've created. Um, it's kind of a fun challenge. That's nice. And to, to make it organic, too, to mm -hmm. make, you know, make those fresh elements not only happen, but fit within your story. And and that's what I love about Kelton. Kelton is both a fan and a very talented storyteller. And I think that comes across in this movie. Yes, it does. Uh, Vernon, yeah. Uh, yeah. go on. Oh, I was just going to say, I think that the, the thing in it for me was that it was a redemption story for the three leads in their own way, that it was a redemption story for me, a redemption story for the boy and a redemption story for his father. 
Wow. Yeah. Um, and we were all trying in our own way to redeem ourselves from something that um, we considered not good in our past. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Uh, especially in Catholicism, where, you know, so many things are not talked about, considered sin and whatnot. Now, Vernon, uh, working with Kelton in regards to Father Bennett, uh, did you have a lot of leeway to explore the character the way you wanted to? Uh, did Kelton allow you that creative freedom? Do I have to tell him, Kelton? <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Uh, no, Kelton was wonderful. I think basically what he would do is when I walked on the set, he would go, okay, off you go. It was like he knew where I was going. It was... <laughs> We really had from day one, we had a great rapport because, I mean, you know, spend enough time with your butt freezing off, you get to love people. Um, <laughs> so that, that was, we, well, in all fairness, that was not Kelton's movie. That was Frost, the one we did before. Um, spoiler alert, about cold conditions. So, so yes, okay, sorry, continue, Vernon. <laughs> That's okay. I'm talking about you mostly. But um, <laughs> um, it was... It was great because he did, yes, he did allow me a lot of freedom to express myself, but I, I never go any further than um, I feel the character would go or that I, I think the director wants. And I talk about everything I do um, to the director because I don't really feel that I should be the one going in there and carrying on like a bloody prima donna. Um, I'm still an actor and I want to be told what to do by a director. That's my whole thing. And so just having the setup and knowing the characters fine but then it's nice to have the director say okay let's do it this way um can we do it again and do it like that i love it i think it's great i mean as divini knows when we were freezing our ass off i was the one having so much fun in the snow just great out of curiosity um, how cold was it it was bloody cold just so you know <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure I would love to come back um, again and and talk more about um, that one because because yeah. uh, we were all we all spent a lot of time together in a small space in cold conditions for that. Um, it was it was up in the mountains um, of California um, in the winter, the dead of winter, and to top it off, of course, um, you know it only snowed part of the time, so we had to use um, you know augmented elements like. Yeah. Um, like dish soap and, and foam and such to continue to look. And in the winter, when you're sopping wet from those things and having to film for hours outside, it's it was... Oh, man, it sounds it, treacherous. It ridiculous. <laughs> but, it's, but again, that, that's one of those things where I think, you know, you really either start to love or hate your team. And we, you know, we kind of all side at each other and then we're like, we're going to make this happen. And, um, and that was the foundation, I think, for a really awesome working relationship both ah, with and Kelton. That is great. Uh, Kelton, being an actor yourself, would you describe yourself? I think it was um, on, on all, all the films, on both films um, of the devil on that one, that, that relationship that you form with people is what defines how the characters are going to go. I mean, it really Absolutely. does. It's, it can't be pushed. It can't be something that you try to bring. It has to be a natural part of mm -hmm. and an extension of what you're playing and or it doesn't work. And, you know, sometimes you hit the right people, you get 
wonderful things and, you know, the two people above you I've had a great relationship with. Um, the Benny forgets to tell you one thing that we um, wandered around through the snow and I won't talk about that film too much, but we w wandered around through the snow and she was eight months pregnant. Oh, wow. Oh, and she had goodness. me scared, epping shitless. Because I was like, so worried about her, it was like. And I think that comes through because that's that was the character. So, you know, and the same thing in, in the other one. I in playing on the of the devil, he's trying to redeem Yeah. And I completely he's done and, and he doesn't quite know how. Yeah, and I completely agree with you. What happens off camera and the chemistry between the actors, it definitely shows when the director yells action. Now, Kelton, being an actor yourself, uh, would you call yourself like an actor's director? I mean, it's important as a director who's been an actor to know what the actors have to go through. So is that something you would call yourself, an actor's director? I, I like to think so. I mean, that, that's always my main concern. Uh, and even as a cinematographer, I was a cinematographer on, on the other film. Um, I, I always am there to get the performance, right? To, so for, for me, like, I'm less concerned about the cool shot. I'm more concerned about the meaning of the shot. You yeah. know, I'm more concerned about making sure that the actors have a place where they can create the, the imaginative world that we all are pulled into. Um, and, and so I, I do the best I can to stay out of the way as much as I can. And, and I, I think of myself more as an actor's writer, um, that I try to give them, um, within the, the dialogue, within the script, I give them places to explore. Cause that's part of the fun of, of acting is, is, is the decoding, you know, it's almost right. like a puzzle when you get a script or a play or whatever you're, you're trying to find the subtext and the stories and, and the hints to a whole backstory that you'll never talk about, but you know, you know, you yeah. feel. And so trying to hide those little Easter eggs, you know, for the actors to find is, is part of the fun of the writing for me. What's and that? so, um, you know, a lot of times when you're shooting, it's just about clarification, you know, like yeah. if someone has a question or whatever, but really like what they bring is what I want to get, you know? So like, I don't want them to go like, Oh, this is how I imagined it. I want you to do this. I, I, I want them to bring what, what, what their experience and their beliefs and their interpretation uh, brings to the character. Like that famous saying goes, 70% uh, of directing is casting, and then just right. get out of the actor's way. Uh, exactly. Uh, Devaney, as your career progresses, would you like to explore more characters outside of the horror genre? Uh, or are you just such a huge horror fan that you are perfectly content? staying in horror and just doing that uh i so i seek out um the horror genre i think a lot of people and i'm sure you know because you you talk to you know a ton of people on mm -hmm. here um a lot of people use use the genre as a stepping stone um or an entry point to something else and i'm exactly the opposite i've had lots of opportunities to pursue other kinds of material and uh i like the darkness frankly, like I'll veer off a little bit. I'll do some action. I'll do some sci-fi and thriller type stuff, but, but ultimately it has to be dark material because I think, and, you know, and Kelton talked a little bit about this. That's where the meat and potatoes for actors are. Yeah. There's no 
locations. There's you can play things that are non-human. You can play things on other planets. You can you know you can dive into extremes. Which mm -hmm. you know I think as an actor, if you play somebody who's you know going to an office, there's only so many. You have to stay yeah. within a little. Box, you know what I mean? And yeah. you know if. You, but when you put somebody into a life or death situation or into a survival point or something where they have to overcome a giant obstacle, which is often found in this darker material, um, there's so many things that you have to tap into as an actor. Um, primal emotions, um, uh, revaluing what life is, what it means to you, what you did within it. There's just so much, so many layers that go into the horror genre. Yeah. And I really, it's not something that you usually get a lot of credit for as an actor. You know, you don't you don't hear about tons of amazing performances. There's always a couple that, you know, over the years and over the decades are standout performances. But overall, you know, it's not somewhere that that's necessarily championed. Um, but as that's I progress true. in my career and as I continue, that's what I want to change. I want, you know, actors in the genre, like Vernon said, froze his ass off in top of a mountain, you know, trying to survive, uh, you know, performing an exorcism. These are like extreme, really intensive performances that deserve respect, especially from veteran actors such and as recognition, himself. Yeah. Recognition and appreciation is um, for, for the people who make these projects, not just uh, the fan base, because that's the other part of it is genre fans are the best in the world. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to I wanna be here forever, and I want to be part of them forever. I absolutely agree. We're out of time, but I want to ask Vernon the last question. I was amazed, Vernon, looking on IMDb, the amount of upcoming projects that you have. You are a very busy, busy man. Um, isn't it amazing? Uh, out of all those projects, some are listed as filming, some of them announced, pre-production, post-production. Uh, do you see yourself slowing down at any time or you're just going to go and go until you just can't go anymore? Um, yeah, actually, I slow down. That's like the four days between films. Um, <laughs> I seriously, uh, just very quickly, when I first started in this business, which was a few years ago, <laughs> I made a promise to myself the first time I actually woke up at four o'clock in the morning to get up to go to set and went, oh, crap, I just want to go back to bed. That was it. It was finished. Because to me, acting is not a job. Acting is something I love. And the it's minute awesome. it becomes a job, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So until that happens, and um, I don't care when, it could be in the next 40 years for all I care, yeah. I am going to continue doing it because what I love is now, and I think Davini would probably back me up on this, I probably would never have been cast into her film if I hadn't got to the point Ooh. I'd got to that they could see what would happen if I did it. <laughs> now, to me, that's the whole point of continuing on in your career is yeah. that you are able to get to a point where people go, oh, shit, he can do that. Yeah. I mean, I think Kelton had the same thought. He would make a great fallen priest. All because I had got to that point, I kept working, and I'm going to keep working. I just, it's, it's ridiculous. Great. I've got nine films coming out yeah. in the next 
months. That's it's, great. I, I, I just go, uh, okay, I have no clue. Leave me alone. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. That is absolutely amazing. I want to thank all three of you. This has been a fascinating interview. Again, guys, the movie is called Of the Devil. It is coming out on Div- on uh, DVD and digital. Kelton, is it also coming out on video on demand as well or just DVD digital? Um, probably. I'm not sure. The, uh, okay. the distributor sort of makes all those decisions. Okay. So. <laughs> but it's definitely coming out on DVD and digital uh, available in one week from today on August 9th. Check it out. It's a uh, possession exorcism story with a twist, something that is fresh that Kelton brought to the table. Again, thank you uh, to all three of you for coming on here and sharing your stories. I want to thank our audience, those who are tuning in and watching this live, and those of them who will be watching this later on. On behalf of Divini, Kelton, and Vernon, thank you, stay safe, and stay walking. Good night, everybody. Thank you.